0: Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Beau again. So tonight we're going to uh, talk about a message to medical professionals and one uh, from them. We're going to start with the message to them because you guys are stressed, you don't have a lot of time, and y'all are on the front lines right now. Thank you, by the way. Okay, so you may find yourself uh, counting yourself as lucky you have found out you have prior service military in your hospital or clinic or facility, and they just have a wealth of knowledge about the most pressing issue of the day. Alternatively, you may be counting yourself less than lucky because all of a sudden your prior service military well, their attitudes have changed. Their language has become more coarse. Their posture has changed. They have become to put it nicely, a little more direct. I try to shed some light on what's going on. True story. My wife gets off the plane. There is no hospital. There's no medical facility. Just flat land. They have to build it. So they put up the tents. They bring in the beds. They they set up a mobile medical facility. The second day, I think, that she's there, her and some other nurses they're sitting around this table outside in the baking sun eating lunch out of a bag MREs bad guy in the facility has somebody captured security forces runs up, screaming at him put it down, put it down all of a sudden an RT respiratory therapist she rounds the back corner of this tent bang she actually says bang Because it's a training exercise. In the civilian world, because it's profit motivated, you don't have intensive training like that. Because it's expensive. It is expensive. You have tabletop, or you have role playing in a room. And the scenario presented is probably a 50 car pile up, or a plane crash, or something like that. This scenario, what's happening right now, is one of the scenarios used to train it in the military. When they show up, they have to build the facility first. The whole time, vest, weapon, mask. They have to build it. Then, beds come in, mannequins, sometimes live tissue models. The entire time, the instructors are throwing stuff at them, trying to get them to mess up parts of the facility become destroyed, Uh, even during patient care, you know, crazy things happen. It's incredibly stressful. It is incredibly intense. Um, That level of intensity breeds a lot of confidence in the subject matter. At the same time, it does create a certain posture. So what's happening is now that they're being called upon to access that training and access that expertise. They're falling they're following back into those mannerisms, into that attitude. So you're going to get a lot of language, like coarse language. I know ER nurses are rolling their eyes right now. Um, probably a lot of gallows humor. They're going to be more direct. Their posture is going to change. I saw a doctor leaned into somebody <laughs> going like this. The prior service watching this, they have no idea what was said, but they know the person she was talking to was in trouble. (laughs) It's the cost. It's the cost of having uh, somebody on hand that might be able to MacGyver a negative pressure room. Um, And if you're in hospital administration and you are unaware of this, you should probably be going through your HR files right now because you may have people in your hospital or in your facility that are being underutilized. They train for this. Okay. So, now, the message from the medical professionals. First and foremost, it's an ER. ER stands for emergency room. Emergency being the key word. Um, It's not advising people not to seek medical treatment. It's advising to be aware of what an emergency is. Um, understand that when you go there, you get triaged. Okay, it, It's not first come, first serve. It's whose life is most at risk. That's who goes back first. If you go there and you're not having a genuine emergency, number one, you're going to wait a long time. Number two, you're wasting resources. One of the big concerns right now is overwhelming the medical infrastructure. So take careful stock of whether or not it's it's an emergency. Um, the other side to this is when you're there, understand the door that you came in. That's only one of the doors that leads back there. There's the other door with the uh, with the ambulances. Those people are probably going to be more emergent. They're going to be seen before you. Um, it's not first come, first serve, so stop yelling at the lady at the desk. Um, Okay, so if you go to visit uh, somebody who is down with what's going around right now, uh, it would probably be advisable to limit it to one person. And that person should be the person who is uh, designated to have medical information released to them or to make end-of life decisions, that sort of thing. You want you don't want to overwhelm the medical infrastructure. Okay, when you go into your visit, you're going to be gowned up. They're going to give you all kinds of stuff to protect you. You can't leave the room with it. This is something that 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 is a, that needs to be discussed. You can't leave the room with it. It has to stay, away. You can't walk around the hospital with this. It has to come off. What that also means is when you go in for your visit, go in, have your visit, leave. Don't come in and out because every time you come in and out, that stuff has to come off and you have to get new stuff. It's wasting resources. Don't overwhelm the medical infrastructure. Um, Follow the guidance of the medical professionals that you see. You came to them um, saying that it's a hoax or that it's really just the flu is probably not going to elicit a good response. They are going to assume that you're going to be non-compliant with your treatment. Um They are operating under the best practices as as handed to them by the CDC and the World Health Organization. They're not your enemy. Um, Okay, so you you have that. The next thing to understand is that they are incredibly stressed. There's a lot of uncertainty. Um, They are on the front line. And... They're, they're going to be fighting an uphill battle. It hasn't even hit yet, and, and the stress is already there. So take that into account. They, they may have a less pleasant bedside manner. They may be a little slower getting a turkey sandwich or ice or whatever. Their main job right now, their main patient, is all of society. They've got a lot on their plate, so cut them some slack. Okay, so aside from that, wash your hands, practice social distancing, do what the medical professionals tell you to do, and uh, I guess stay out of Red Robin. Anyway, it's just a thought. uh, Y'all have a good night.